Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! May I speak to Maria's higher self, please? Yes. Today, Maria and I wanted to speak to you about the golden flame. Could you please tell us about the golden flame? What properties does it have? What does it do? Sure. So the golden flame, in its most simplistic form, could be explained as the flame of the energy of life. So it's that spark that gives life. Um, on its other other facets, the golden flame is the flame of resurrection. It is the flame of bringing something from its current state, quote-unquote suboptimal state, to its most optimal state, uh, or the state that um, we could describe as perfection. Um... Golden flame is also the flame of creation, uh, creativity. Um, but I, I would say the most basic form of it, and by basic I don't mean uh, unsophisticated, mm-hmm. but more so in its core, it is the, the flame of the beginning of life, that inception, that first spark that gives something its identity where before there was nothingness or the absence of identity so that's the golden flame the golden flame is quite interesting there is not a lot of exposure um for it with it um in the 3d realms it's considered to be a higher dimensional flame it's not to say that it cannot be leveraged here uh, but let's just say that those frequencies are a little bit more higher dimensional than what you're used to on a day-to-day basis in your dimension. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does it mean for just a regular person? Well, I guess if you're just a beginner, right, I probably wouldn't start with the energy of the golden flame. It could be a little bit um, unfamiliar. You know, if you've never worked with those energies, they might feel a little bit foreign I I just wouldn't I I wouldn't recommend it for beginners let's put it that way however if you have um, already practiced and worked with a lot of the third dimensional type energies and would love to try something else new and different uh, something that could potentially have a little bit more as you would say magic to it um, I would recommend the golden flame um, it is an interesting experience that transcends dimensions and could give you access, albeit momentarily access, you know, fleeting access to those higher realms. So it could get you to a different alternate state of consciousness in and of itself if you're, you know, willing to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but it's more for an advanced practitioner? Yes, I would say it's more for an advanced practitioner. In a lot of the conversations that you and I had prior in regards to the other flames, a lot of the examples that I had were very pertinent to 3D world. Mm -hmm. If you want like a better job, if you want more money, Uh, there's not a lot of that with a golden flame. Some of it is certainly still applicable, you know, to the 3D. But let's just say that the energies that it works with don't prioritize what you prioritize in 3d what's important to you here 
such as the sense of security and shelter and, you know, uh, sustenance might not be the energies of the golden flame because it deals with a different realm and a different realm of issues altogether. However, if you're working on a planetary level, for instance, or if you're working even doesn't have to be planetary, doesn't have to be so broad, but if you're working with something that is potentially bigger than yourself, you could still call in the energy of the golden flame. But yes, I would say it's more for mid-level to advanced practitioners. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And uh, does, it, does it have a shadow side? Ooh. This is a really complicated one. Everything has a shadow side, even the creator. Mm -hmm. So yes, in, on some level, uh, the golden flame has the shadow aspect. And the shadow aspect of life would be nothingness or the absence of thereof. So it's um, the energy of life as a spark has um, momentum. It, it, it's generally energy that is pointed somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's not static energy. So uh, the shadow side of the golden flame would be static energy, stagnation, if you will, mm -hmm. um, and decay. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. can, can the person experience the shadow side of uh, the golden flame? Or well, absolutely. Well, like, well, I guess the, the closest, the closest, the closest that you would experience the absence of life is death. Mm -hmm. So when you look at a diseased loved one, right, and, and how their body is bereft of breath, uh, it, you know, it turns rigid, it turns cold. This, this would be, a, it's a stagnant state, the absence of that primordial light spark, right? So that is how a lot of you would experience, um, rather the shadow aspect of the golden flame or the lack of the golden flame. Mm -hmm. And uh, how would you experience um, like a higher aspect of the uh, golden flame in 3D? So resurrection is a very broad way of describing something going from a suboptimal level to an optimal level. So in a, its most simplistic form, I would say that if you go from being really, really sick like when your body and your organs are failing to then full recovery that would be generally done with a gold flame type energy like the gold energy alongside green healing energy are very instrumental in any type of healing especially miraculous healing so somebody that recovers from stage four cancer that is not quote-unquote undergoing treatment all of a sudden that tends to be golden flame working through that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but also I'm trying to come up with something that you would understand. Like the energy of the golden flame would be going into the darkest, murkiest, dirtiest of places, shining that golden light on it and turning it into something that is light and airy and beautiful and uh, cozy and welcoming and all of the things that you associate with the quote-unquote good in life, right? Mm -hmm. So that is, and, 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 and the golden flame has that energy. So even in your home, right? If you do gut renovation of something that was old and, you know, imagine like an old townhouse that has never been renovated in a hundred years, mm -hmm. And then you completely got everything out of it and, you know, put in everything, new appliances, new cabinets, new everything that would. And then, of course, that takes time in the in, in physical dimension. Sometimes like a renovation like that could take years. Right. Mm -hmm. But then if you were to take a snapshot of the before and the after, yeah. that is the transformation that the golden flame is capable of. Mm -hmm. That's very strong. That's very strong. And uh, how would you describe, or are there even many people on Earth uh, with this kind of flame? Um, are there any people on Earth? Yeah. Well, you could say that one of the greater um, carriers of the golden flame on Earth was Jesus, because he is, I guess, one of the more um, recent, it, it, he's a recent example of a being that was able to use the energies of the resurrection flame 
on himself and on others, right? Not just himself. Uh, he was able to bring people to life and to heal them. So he was using that to a, a, like a big degree. Anybody who's a healer, though, right? Depending on uh, how skilled they are, could be tapping into the golden flame energy. And uh, how would you describe a person who mastered uh, a golden flame? Like we have an example of Jesus, right? That well, it's yeah, it's Jesus. it's perfect alignment. Mm -hmm. It's that perfect alignment between what one wants and what one gets, right? Mm -hmm. So it's that oh, the golden flame is instant. I mean, in its true form. So it is that healing that's not going to take you years upon years upon years. So somebody who's mastered that energy is able to heal somebody instantly. Mm -hmm. There are not a lot of examples on earth, unfortunately, of people like that. But there have been others. Jesus was not the only one by any stretch of imagination. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of them that you would never hear, you know, like because they were, they're not going out and preaching. But they get called into families or they get called into homes and then they heal others mm -hmm. and is it something that you can master on earth or usually these people they master it somewhere else and then come yeah so this is not an energy that belongs to this planet at least not in its current state of vibrations so Gaia is only walking into those energies right now right so as of right now you cannot master it within the constraints of this planet mm -hmm. but you can transport it from another dimension where you could have mastered it now that would not always be the case Gaia of course is on the path and on a spiral to ascension and hmm, give it another 10 million years <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be um, able to uh, practice uh, the golden flame energy here. <laughs> I because I was about to ask uh, how long conditions uh, we would need. Oh, whew. much, much higher dimensions. Like it's not 5D ideally. Like the perfect dimension for uh, the golden flame is 7. 7. 7D is its home mm -hmm. or the, the lowest vibrations of its home. Where, and again, like uh, what needs to be enabled on this planet is perfect alignment with what your higher self wants and, and, and what your physical self uh, could deliver. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of faith, right? Um, the, the, uh, there, there's going to have to be less resistance to everything. Resistance to change, right? There's a lot of resistance to change in, in the 3D world. Uh, not just from people. I mean, like, if you take any substance and try to t turn it into another substance, like, you cannot do it instantaneously. That's why they say magic doesn't exist, right? Mm -hmm. If magic did exist, we would be able to have this instant transformation now. Yeah, but I, I thought it's because of uh, the low vibrations. Like, magic doesn't exist. Well, yeah. and th those are completely correlated, yeah. In the high vibrations, high vibrations, one of the biggest properties of the high vibrations is the absence or, uh, you know, the minimizing of resistance of all kind. Mm -hmm. Resistance to change, resistance to light, resistance to unity and unification, mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of it present here. That's why people come here to work through problems, right? And, uh, and really figure out how bad it can get if, if, if they're resistant to change. Um, this is the beautiful lesson of this vibration. But then one day, hopefully, you move on through that and you're able to get into perfect alignment because you know exactly what happens when, when you're not able to perfectly align instantly. Got it. So the seventh vibration is a vibration where things can get aligned very very quickly so if and if you were looking from 3d into 7d that whole world to you would feel like magic mm -hmm. because it would be like a, a, cre a creature i don't want to call them human because they in essence are not they they're humanoid but they're not human but like uh, somebody who lives in that dimension 
they want, let's say, a castle, they can instantly manifest a castle. Like they don't have to have money, <laughs> resources. Well, they need to have resources. They need to have energy, right. that manifesting energy. But that, that's the only resource that they need in essence. So it's uh, instant manifestation in 7D. Correct. Mm-hmm. And actually in the in 3D world, you guys missed that tool for instant manifestation so much that you created money. That's all it is. It is a substitute, a very poor one, by the way, um, for that power of manifestation. Because in higher dimensions, all you need is your energy to be able to manifest anything you want. Here you are, by design, deprived from large amounts of your energy that your higher aspects possess, right? Mm-hmm. I- imagine like... Um, imagine yourself on, on a higher level as an ocean, But then in this dimension, um, all you can get is the energy that can come to you through a straw. There's only so much of ocean that you can get through a straw because straw is that constraint, that limitation. So no matter how much you push, there's only so much energy that you have access to in 3D. Again, very much by design because this is supposed to be Uh, we need to maintain that state of resistance so that uh, humans can can learn. learn. Yes. So that being said, um, on on a subconscious level, there is that memory that all entities, beings that come into this plane have around perfect manifestation. They miss it terribly because that is a more natural state. That is a more healthy state. That is the more true state, if you will, to be perfectly able to align with what you want. And so humans had to create money uh, because, you know, and, and then there is that quote unquote American dream, right? If you make enough of it, then you can pay yourself or uh, yeah, you buy your way into instant manifestation. Right. Yeah. So that's, uh, I guess, quote unquote, being filthy rich is <laughs> in this dimension, supposedly, um, like being a mage. Yes, that that um, substitute for for perfect manifestation. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh my. That's not the only way, by the way. But um, I guess let's say that it's the most accessible way to your average human. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see that. Hundred <laughs> percent. And um, is there any corresponding stone uh, to the golden flame? I'm I'm not able to find anything that would be like a perfect match to that energy. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. There are some. Yeah, there are some poor imitations, but they're not even worth mentioning. Like pyrite. Mm. And it's not even a stone, right? It, 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 but it, but it is a, a chemical compound. Um, but it's almost like taking the gold aspect, like the purest golden ray, and making it so unpure that it's muddy. That would be the aspect of pyrite. Um, it, it could still help, I guess, ground you in the right vibrations, but not a lot that can aid. Um, gold, maybe a gold is better, definitely better, but still liquid gold, monatomic gold is the closest. Mm. It's the closest you can get. Yeah. And potentially mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though it's toxic. It's only toxic in, in, in 3D. Oh. there is like let's be real there's not not anything absolutely inherently wrong with anything that you guys call toxic here it's just in 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 this energies how it manifests that energy be manifests might be harmful to a particular species right it doesn't make it bad or good so when you say toxic i mean i guess i have to agree but that's not how I see mercury at all. Mm-hmm. Got it, because you're looking at 
like different dimensions. Absolutely. And there are way more dimensions when, when, when Mercury is an absolutely vital mm-hmm. um, part of um, life. It it does uh, it it is actually on, on many different planes. What you would um, so a lot of races actually think of Mercury the way you think of water. Yeah, it's their main source of sustenance, and it's the absolute of toxic to them. It is only toxic to humans, I guess, in some ways, is because human consciousness has not graduated to the higher dimension yet. It's not able yet to accept those energies. So yes, it is toxic. Mm. But it's only because... I don't want to... Don't take it the wrong way. The state of consciousness of this planet is toxic right now. Mm-hmm. The human consciousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, that's, that's cool. And uh, I assume uh, there is no like herbs or plants as for other planes because it's just... I would, yeah, no plants, um, nothing that truly, fully, because something, a plant that fully uh, aligns with the energy of the golden flame is going to be able to resurrect someone. Mm -hmm. That is something that does not exist here. Here. Yeah. Yeah, on earth, right. Yeah. That makes sense. And um, are there any celestial beings that work with the... the golden flame and can help you work with it oh there are thousands oh maybe like the major ones that most of the people know like archangels and maybe some elementals no no not not anybody you would have heard of mm-hmm. per se yeah. um no Ar- archangel metatron touches it a bit mm-hmm. he could be helpful but that's not his core that's the closest archangel I could think of that you would know. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, on some ways, uh, you could think that the entity, actually, I have a good one. The entity that would support the golden flame is source, or in your um, in your opinion, God. Mm-hmm. So that would be the the sponsoring entity for this energy mm-hmm. because in, in many ways that is the energy that was used for you know a big chunk of creation right yeah. so um go to source go to god goddess whatever is that higher being that you believe in mm-hmm. you know uh it'll it'll be a step above the archangels oh got it and uh is it something that is uh accessible for all people but of course, I mean, everybody who has ever been incarnated on this planet is an extension of source energy and a spark that was separated from the original flame. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. In the same way that you can always get support and guidance from source energy, uh, you would be able to borrow the energy of the golden ray. Mm-hmm. Got it. And yeah, that's that's awesome. And um, um, is there any meditation um, that you can give us, uh, like how we can practice uh, golden flame? We already know that you can combine it with other flames and it enhances other flames. But is there any meditation that we can use uh, just purely with the golden flame? Sure. So very often when one of you is on the path to um, deeper understanding, some type of metaphysical or esoteric research, consciousness, path of consciousness, mindfulness, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, People start talking about raising vibrations, how they need to raise the vibrations of their body, how, you know, low vibrations doesn't don't really serve you um so the golden flame is actually a really really quick way to get from a low vibrational state to a high vibrational state so the way you would do that is in a meditative state and again what uh what i'm going to give you today this particular meditation is not necessarily for beginners Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're just getting started, I wouldn't recommend starting here. Uh, it's easier to start with some other flames, um, arguably, with a lot of other flames. Um, so you would, in a meditative state, scan your body. If you are in a low vibrational state, I mean, honestly, any state you can be in would be low vibration compared to the golden ray. <laughs> right. um, so whatever state you're in, you're... Um, Always in low vibrations. Unfortunately, yes. But that's also how you wanted it, right? So you can just draw consolation from that thought. Um, otherwise, you would have not ended up on this planet. Right. Um, that being said, when you're scanning your body, what you have to notice with your you know, inner vision, right? So it would close your eyes and you would scan your body. And you would notice that your body actually consists of a network and I would almost want to call it um, so it looks like um, what is the right word that I'm looking for um, so imagine that your body had vertical and horizontal lines penetrating all throughout your body almost like a matrix thank you matrix is the word that I was looking for. So your body has its own personal matrix. And so what that looks like is lines penetrating every part of your physical body, up and down lines that go from the soles of your feet up to the crown of your head. And then uh, horizontal lines that go from, if you were to stretch your arms to the sides, it would, um, you know, be stretched from, uh, the tips of your right palm, uh, like hand to the tips of your left. So like these are perpendicular lines, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're low vibrational lines, um, if we really were to look at it from the higher dimensional space, they would appear to be black or gray. So your matrix, your personal matrix in essence, is like a, on, on a gray scale. It's like a deeper gray matrix when you as a person as a soul i guess i should say get evolve and when you go and ascend into higher dimensions your matrix uh, becomes lighter with every step you take to eventually become gold and then uh, from gold you would move to like complete iridescent white light right? So you would move technically from black to white by passing the gold. So what you want to do with your matrix once you're present, going back to the meditation, uh, and I know it's a little bit complicated what I'm trying to say. So if you do understand what I'm saying, tell me. Like, I if, do okay, good. Yeah. I can, I okay, perfect. So you would want to scan your body. The matrix is actually um, like a map, like a you know, like a subway map or like, like th- a yeah, like a blueprint of how your energy moves in your body. So your energy in your body can only use this like little pathways to move up and down. Wherever there is no pathway, it doesn't move. It doesn't tend to move, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, so basically what you want to do is if you want to raise your vibrations and if you want to open yourself up to more knowledge, more wisdom... Um, and not be bogged down by your 3D problems as much, is you want to allow the golden flame, the golden light, and you can actually start it up in your feet, and you want to allow that golden flame to start coursing through your matrix system. So notice how it's raising, you know, from your the soles of your feet to your knees, um, up to your thighs, up your body, covering those what used to be gray uh, little pathways with pure, golden, beautiful, lively light, right? So you want to see that happen, and you really want to create a lot of movement in there. Uh, Golden light is a lot faster, 
So the energy of golden light moves a lot faster than the gray energy that has been coursing through your body. So you should feel like if, if it's working, you should feel slight tingling sensation in your body or a little bit of excess heat. That's completely normal. Mm -hmm. So you want to work through every aspect of your body. Uh, and just like let that golden energy wash away all the dirt, the debris, um, the blockages, everything that, you know, is in the way. That's not it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You want to bring your body to the most optimal state, right? Um, and by the way, you don't, don't just have to stop in your physical body, but we can start with the physical body. So... What you want to do is imagine, um, and you guys, you've all seen that in your textbook for biology. Imagine your body, like the muscle, the muscles in your body um, that are everywhere. Like all these muscles that you know you have and you don't know that you, don't, uh, that you have. Like they're really covering your whole body because without the muscle, there is no movement. And uh, remember, the, the golden energy is the energy of movement, the energy of light, uh, of life, sorry. Life equals movement. So that's why if you want to take your body from the state that it is today, the easiest way to do that would be to let the golden ray change and alter the state of your muscles because muscles are the aspects of your body that move it. Mm -hmm. So you want to imagine, and you can zoom in, right? You can zoom in, zoom in in the chest center, for instance. Imagine a thousand um, golden rays penetrating your muscle structure. It's almost like knitting like needles with like uh, beautiful golden threads penetrating your muscles and interweaving themselves into the fabric of your muscle, right? So it's almost like um, creating a beautiful ornament on top of your muscle, but like you want those golden rays and golden like little um, strings yeah. uh, strings to penetrate every aspect of your muscle and then and then penetrate it backwards so do a couple of movements so like if um you almost want the golden race to go left to right and then right to left and snow and, and then again left to right so like it's backwards back and forth back and forth um if you've ever seen um sewing on on a, on a sewing machine um, you have like a piece of fabric and then you have the needle with a thread that goes above and beyond, up and down, up and down. Some of the girls might understand this analogy better than, than men. That's what you want to do with allowing this golden energy to truly penetrate your muscle structure. You want that energy to start changing your muscle structure from within. Take away everything that is not meant to be there. Uh, potentially all the tiredness, all the pain, all the emotions that are stuck in there. There are a lot of emotions stuck in the muscle, by the way. We we don't give that enough credit, but there are a lot of dirt, uh, all, you know, all the things that we, we don't want get that, that get stuck in the muscle. Um, and if it's a muscle that we, like a heart muscle, for instance, we depend on the heart muscle to keep contracting to stay alive. Same thing on the muscles that move our lungs. So... These are the muscles that never get to rest and reset, right? Because when they rest and reset, you die because mm. you stop that action. So whereas some, some muscles in your body get a chance to stop working, right? Like the muscles in your legs, for instance, if you're sleeping, they don't have to run anywhere. So they get to be okay. And, and um, you know, they can regenerate. But your heart muscle, for instance, if you're hurt, your pain went into your heart muscle there is no time for your heart muscle to think about regeneration too much because most of its energy goes into pumping blood all day, every day, when you sleep, when you're awake. So the only way for you to get rid of those clots of debris, dirt, stock emotions, blockages from this life, from past life, from whatever that got stuck in there, I would work separately with a heart muscle. So you want to put that golden thread all over and all through your heart muscle. And you would notice your heart like would turn gold. 
like once you're done once you're complete with that it would turn completely beautifully pristinely gold that is the only way that i know in this dimension that you can regenerate the heart muscle if you have any kinds of heart uh you know disease um that is a really really good way to help alongside you know if you choose to take medication still do that like uh, that is like a really really good practice to strengthen um your heart muscle but also bring it to its most perfect state if you have an organ that's ailing uh hurting especially if it's a chronic disease or chronic illness you want to encapsulate that organ in the golden matrix that I just described you about with this golden threads, like really have that organ be penetrated. I don't care that that's not a muscle. You can still do that. So you can have every cell of your body being penetrated with a golden light. And um, what it would feel like when you look at it with the inner eye, it would feel like the, um, the cells have like a golden rim around them. Yeah. Uh, that's how you know you're, you're doing the right thing. So basically, you know, and meditation like this done right, I would say is about 30 to 40 minutes, depending on, you know, whether you're in the optimal state of health or not, and how receptive you are to this practice. Um, but at the end of it, you definitely want to see that golden glow, like almost an aura surrounding you. Um, I mentioned before that you can work and use the golden flame on more than your physical body. If you want to use it on your emotional body and you have a lot of old stuck emotions in there um, that quite literally, you know, um, prevent you from, you know, learning some lessons or have you act on autopilot instead of making active choices. That's what the problem with an emotional body that feels blocked would do to you, right? Mm -hmm. Like an emotional body that is experiencing trauma um, instead of, uh, choosing proactively what's best for it would always react based on past experience what happens when we react from the past experiences we never learn we never moved past it so any type of body emotional body trauma can be healed with a golden ray and the exercise is going to be very much the same the emotional body is a lot less dense than your physical body but it doesn't mean that it operates under very very different rules it still has its own matrix Right. How does it look? Is it similar uh, as the physical one? No, it's a little bit. So the physical matrix, uh, well, yes and no. Um, there, the matrix, by definition, is always um, the system of cells. And cells are being formed by vertical and horizontal line. Like at the intersection of four lines, there's always a cell. Right? So let's not like mistake it from the actual human cell, although you could. It's kind of the same thing. Um so the matrix structure is a mathematical construct that describes any shape or entity um, across dimensions, actually. So the same matrix structure is used in you know all of the dimensions that I have come across. Um, it's it's just it just makes it um, easier to operate. Um, so basically, the only difference would be. Uh, the matrix is still the matrix. So it's still parallel lines that go up and down and left and right. And that, yeah. that they create cells. However, um, for your physical body, your matrix is going to be very, very closely correlated with the shape of your body. So for instance, if you put on a lot of weight, your physical matrix is going to increase proportionately. If you lose weight, it's going to decrease proportionately. So it is in the shape of your body is what I'm trying to say. Shape and size, perfectly aligned. The uh, emotional body is a sphere. A sphere that, uh, you know, both has a surface that has a matrix-like structure and is penetrated by the matrix structure. Mm. So it's, you know, the Rubik's Cube? Yeah. Imagine that was a sphere. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like what it feels like. Just much more facets. A lot, a lot more facets. Yes. Yeah, a much more finer structure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got it. And uh, um, so, how would you work with the golden flame? Yeah. Okay. Is so like I have an emotion, for example. Or something. Mm -hmm. 
negative emotion. Right? Yeah, so that emotion uh, tends to be stuck. Um, I'm just looking at the state of humanity. Give me a quick second. I just want to double check what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Okay, so a lot of the very, very bad emotions that I'm seeing right now on humanity are going to be stuck right at the um, surface of that emotional body. So imagine an orange and say that you poked an orange with a fork, Mm -hmm. for instance, it doesn't matter, (laughs) but uh, a fork would be sticking out, right, from the side of an orange, that's how like an emotional body looks like. Um, you have all of those like painful memories stuck, and they're it's it's almost like they're clotting and they're um, they're preventing the natural flow, mm-hmm. right? So wherever the emotion gets stuck, it kind of it creates atrophy in the surface around it. So imagine you had this perfect, beautiful sphere of an emotional body that was pristine. And then you experience some incredible trauma, some heart-wrenching trauma. And that gets trapped either in, on the, surf, in the surface uh, or somewhere inside of that sphere. It's like a clot, like a blood clot. Mm-hmm. That's always just sitting there. But it's close to the surface. Uh, most often for humans, I see it close to the surface, but they actually like smaller trauma leaves inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for large trauma, it's on the surface. So um, not only does it prevent the flow from where it got stuck and where it got attached to your emotional body, but actually um, makes the area around it dysfunctional also. So it's almost like it turns the area around it where it penetrated that emotional body into a desert. So Mm -hmm. nothing can grow in there. So actually any emotion that's stuck is hurting you more than you know, is what I'm trying to say. So you can use the golden flame to heal that type of emotion. So do you remember how when we were working with the physical body, I said that um, invite that golden flame from the soles of your feet? When you're healing your emotional body, you want to invite that golden flame from the top, from the crown of your head. So you want to, you want that to be washing you from the top to bottom. That is just the most optimal state that, um, you know, um, that I see. Uh, there's not necessarily, it's not necessarily that if you try to do the other way around, it wouldn't work. It's just easier because that's where the source of that golden flame is in the first place. Um, so you want that first to work with the outer part of that emotional body, right? So um, uh, like cleaning, like it, again, like that would penetrate the matrix, the matrix of the emotional body, which again would be a grayscale on this planet. Yeah. Um, and you would kind of do the similar thing that you did with your physical body where you would just have it coursing through every little pathway um trying to cleanse any debris and anything that doesn't belong there and then if you find a clot Mm -hmm. and in my previous example would be the fork that penetrated the orange you want to have the golden energy surround that object and transform it from within. So first encapsulate that object and then penetrate that object and transform it from within. Generally what that happens, that you know emotional construct gets dissolved. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, would it fully disappear if it's it's big trauma? No. But what you could do is you could minimize the impact with a golden flame. And instead of having that thing stuck inside of your area, you could try to push it out outside or inside. Is it better to be it inside? Well, here's the deal. It'll be in your vibrations next to your vibrations anyway. Because unless you release and let go, 
you cannot fully heal something with a flame without necessarily understanding something else about the trauma Mm, because you need to work through the trauma there is no cheating this is not a cheating game right in fact i would be doing you a great disservice if i just taught you how to dissolve that trauma without learning the lesson you know why because once you disincarnate go up to where you came you didn't learn that lesson you would create the next incarnation to try to teach you that exactly the same thing so in fact i would be doing you a huge disfavor by teaching you how to collapse these structures that are stuck in your emotional body there are many ways to do that even from this dimension it's just it doesn't serve your evolutionary purpose right however you can minimize the damage right and that is perfectly okay that makes that issue easier to work through, easier to understand and, and you know, to, to deal with. I would actually recommend pushing that um, form that is stuck in, on the surface in instead of, instead of out. Mm-hmm. And that way, you were always forced to deal with things that are inside. Things that are on the surface, we have blind spots around. Oh, yeah, I see now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. if it's inside that means like you're taking it as part of yourself right and that means that your universe is going to start reflecting it back at you through the mirroring principle so you're going to be faced with it sooner rather than later if it's stuck in your emotional body it can be stuck for incarnations Hmm. it's actually really dangerous to to have like a stuck emotion like that because that means that you're you're going to carry it through and through to the next one onto the next one and just keep going like that Mm -hmm. so that that's kind of like how I would work with a golden flame. I feel like I've given you like three meditations in one. Yeah, it's very, it's very powerful. Thank you so much. Uh, I see, yeah, I see how it can help a lot of people. And uh, I have like a question about the mental body. Is it something like is? Can you use uh, a golden flame to work with the mental body as well? Absolutely. And uh, what, what, where do? Is it? Does it have like a similar? shape as um uh, yeah yeah most other bodies are going to be a sphere up until you get into um a lot higher dimensions and then things are um you know in in the higher states you would see things like a pyramid you know you could have bodies in the shape of a pyramid you could have bodies in various star shapes Hmm. um where you get like multiple angles yeah um not like a five angled star but you would get like a 16 angle star yeah things like that oh, yeah but like um again like the bodies in here even light bodies are very simplistic um and so they they, they tend to take uh, non-sophisticated forms don't get don't don't take this wrong it's it's not like the sphere is not sophisticated it's just a very primal basic form mm-hmm. got it okay and uh, just wanted to finish with the mental body uh mental body is responsible for your thoughts is that correct so okay yes and no mental state uh sorry mental body um is responsible for how you perceive information and what kind of conclusions you draw. So yes, I guess you could say it's thoughts. However, there is, like, from my perspective, it's it's more than that because your thoughts don't really belong to you. And it's very easy to get trapped into the idea that they do. Right. If, you, if you start thinking of your mental body as, well, that's where my thoughts live. Unlike, unlike your emotions, your emotions belong to you very much. Your thoughts don't. Right. So your thoughts are little ideas that are floating in the soup of, Uh, creation in the soup of this dimension and what your mental body is it's it's like a detector and or an it it has like if you if you actually look at it it's this silvery type with a bluish tint sphere that has like a bunch of spikes it's very spiky it's like a hedgehog Mm -hmm. has a bunch of spikes and then each spike has like a little um a little round tip mm-hmm. like a sensor like a sensor yeah like round tip um like some old headphones had that type of foamy tip yeah um and all that is is it's you know it's scanning the soup <laughs> uh around you 
Um, and then it's catching on things that belong to you, quote unquote. And the, right. the, how it would differentiate what belongs to you or not is it catches things that are similar vibration. So it's actually a receptor. Mm-hmm. It's all your emotional, oh, sorry, that's all your mental body is. It's a massive giant receptor. Now, what if it's broken? Not only that, um, what I'm seeing, and I'm trying to scan a lot of people right now. Yeah. Okay. There are multiple issues with this. So there are some in humanity. And so, so like, let, let's go back to my original um, description, right? So your perfect state of the mental body is that silver bluish tint. Uh, so light. And you see these receptors that are kind of like the same color. Yeah. In a lot of humans, about half of their receptors are completely black. So they're unable to receive anything that black than blackness back. Right? Yeah. So they've conditioned themselves or they've been conditioned or a combination of both to only receive negative information and that is what i would call the plague of humanity that is what i would call the cancer of humanity because that mental body does look like a cancer cell in a lot of different people unfortunately that is not its most optimal state its most optimal state is being being silver all around and being able to receive you know the good stuff in with everything else right so when like what this is uh, what i'm seeing in humanity is half of the receptors are uh not even functioning the way they're supposed to right so that's why you have a lot of people who feel down that's why the the energies and vibrations are not high we need to reawaken and reconfigure those receptors so they start receiving things that are good for people yeah so it's talking about the root cause issue uh right the the topic that i keep asking you um like can it be a root cause the root cause of all suffering uh i mean like the current problems uh, here listen the root cause of the current problem is that one day the creator decided to create a split in its consciousness mm, I see what you mean. that's the root cause yeah it's like how deep do you want me to go <laughs> because that is the ultimate answer okay let's uh let's talk about the mental body okay let's talk um, about the mental body yeah can, can yeah. we open these sensors with the golden flame absolutely absolutely and, and is it the most efficient flame to do that you can always, uh, sorry, you can also use the white flame. A combination of white and gold? It doesn't have to be a combination, it could be either or. Uh, but um, the white flame is the, the flame of purification. Yeah. Um, and then the, the gold flame, of course, is bringing something to its optimal state, the state that it's meant to be. So both are actually, in this particular case, the reason the purification flame works is because um, the sensors that are black are actually polluted. It's, it's a form of pollution. At one point, yeah, yeah. So like at one point they, they were hit with so much negativity that they stopped functioning properly. They're, you know, they start, they stopped noticing anything in the grand scheme of creation that was not negativity. Hmm. They're like, well, you know, all I ever receive is negativity. Why even bother trying to scan this universe for anything that's a sign of good? Might as well not. And so they're like closed down. And they're like, okay, I'm just going to do do the bare minimum. So it's like, um, it's almost like they want lazy a little bit. But not just lazy. I think like saying lazy would be doing them a disservice. Because they are always, always, always in service of every human that they work with. Because ultimately, they're just trying to reflect to the human what that person is focusing on. Like whatever thoughts are in your head, it is just a sign of your vibration, right? Yeah. Uh, and in fact, that's why like the sensors, the 
you know, I, I guess the creator could have created the censors to never accept negativity. It could have happened, but it was not done so because how else would you know what vibrational state you're in? You wouldn't. Right. I mean, your thoughts, I mean, and, and like first the thoughts get attached to the censors. Then the thoughts create the emotion. Of course, you could also look at the emotion. Mm-hmm. Both of them, you know, both are signals. Right. And, and technically they always point to the same exact issue if you know how to read the signals. So working with the golden flame or the white flame, you want it pouring onto your mental body. And again, mental body is the sphere with a bunch of spikes. You want to pour that energy, whether that's gold or white, um, on top of it like a waterfall or a shower or just some torrent of liquid uh, energy coming from the the heavens, if you will, or from higher dimensions, um, which is one of the same thing as heavens, by the way, Um, and really encapsulating and surrounding your beautiful mental body. And then... You know, you've seen this like uh, ads for like cleansing products generally in the kitchen when they're like, you know, they would show you a frying pan that's so dirty. And then like you put like a couple of uh, drop, drop droplets of this miraculous gel and all of a sudden like it's clear. Mm-hmm. So that's how those that both the gold and the white energy work with the receptors that turned black. Same exact way. So they would, because the receptors are receiving, right? They have this puffy top that's like almost like foamy, right? It's, it's a receptor that's going to keep receiving. So every receptor that's black is all of a sudden now receiving this energy. Mm-hmm. And let's say it's gold. Let's just pick one. Uh, they're receiving this gold energy. And they're being saturated with the gold energy like a sponge. Hmm. And when the receptor is saturated, you know what happens? When they cannot hold on to the energy and they keep receiving that energy, they start sending it within. Hmm. So the energy moves from that foamy little ball of energy down to the spike surrounding the full surface of the mental body and then penetrating within. Yeah. So you want that golden energy to cleanse every receptor, returning it to its perfect state so that now it's able to receive things that are for its, you know, greater good and not just negative things. Yeah. So that is like actually a really, really good way to get out of the negativity bubble. Um, I know right now uh, there is a lot of negativity on this planet yeah. based on the the pandemic. I'll be the first one to admit, uh, it does not look pretty for your mental bodies. Mm-hmm. A lot of mental bodies are being very, very congested right now. And what I don't like to see but what i'm 100 seeing is you know we're moving from on on a lot of people's mental bodies more and more area is being taken over on your mental body by these black useless receptors so it's it's like the cancer keeps spreading hmm and we need to stop that. And the one one way to stop that is through the golden flame. Got it. That's, that's if we're cool. living in the in the times where there is a lot of negativity, uh, there is a lot of negativity coming from media, which unfortunately pretty much describes the last one hundred years since since about the the start of the first world war. There's been nothing but negativity in media. There's always something. Um, We want to make sure that we're using the golden flame uh, in a particular cadence, say once a quarter, you know, with a change of season. Because it's it's like a constant detox that our bodies need. Because you you cannot just clean it once. Because unfortunately, right, there's all this like bad news and you know, Hey, it's a pretty strange world. So there's, you know, not just bad news, there's bad circumstances and things happen to people all the time. So what, you know, what we want to do is have that cleanse and detox every time you are walking into another season. Like literally, like first day of spring, first day of summer, first day of autumn, first day of winter. Cleanse all of your bodies. Cleanse the emotional, cleanse the mental, 
physical, at least. Three main bodies yeah. have to be cleaned. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, thank you so much. It's, uh, I think it's a very important information uh, for people. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, now I'm going to end our session. I'm very grateful for the information you provided uh, us today. I'm asking the subconsciousness to visit to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given Maria today. I know she's really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.